today we're talking about more classified documents being where they shouldn't, arrests in Brazil following election riots, deadly weather extremes in California, and other top news for Wednesday, January 11th. Stay informed while remaining focused on Christ with the pour over. Here's the quote of the day. If you can't feed 100 people, then feed just one. Mother Teresa. Let's start with some espresso shots. More classified documents were found where they shouldn't be. In early November, President Biden's personal lawyers found classified documents from his time as VP at a private office and handed them over to the National Archives. The White House states that the small number of documents were never requested by the archives and immediately handed them over, seeking to differentiate the situation from the documents found at former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence after multiple subpoenas and an FBI raid. But some Republicans aren't so sure, questioning the comparative lack of scrutiny and why the White House didn't disclose the discovery, which took place just before the midterms, until now. The Justice Department is investigating. President Biden is in Mexico City for a summit with Canadian and Mexican leaders and did not respond to questions. When discussing divisive topics such as out-of-bounds classified documents, remember that both your stance and how you take your stance reflect on Christ. Believing you are right is not an excuse to be harsh, impatient, or unkind. James 1, verse 19 through 20 says, Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger, for human anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. Brazil is running low on handcuffs. Roughly 1,500 people have been arrested after supporters of former President Jair Bolsonaro stormed the presidential palace, Supreme Court, and Congress on Sunday, breaking windows and damaging artwork inside the mostly empty buildings. The governor of Brasilia, Brazil's capital city, was removed from his post for 90 days by the Supreme Court for abetting the riots. President Luiz Inácio Lula da Silva, known as Lula, vowed to punish the vandals, neo-fascists, and fanatics responsible. Bolsonaro traveled to Florida before Lula's inauguration on January 1st and was admitted to a hospital on Monday for abdominal pain. He's had health issues since being stabbed in the abdomen in 2018 while campaigning. Some U.S. lawmakers would like to see Bolsonaro extradited to Brazil, though it is unclear on what charges. Whether we agree or disagree with someone on a particular political topic, as followers of Christ, we are called to love everyone, neighbors and enemies, and be peacemakers. Find ways to be a keeper of peace in your world and pray for peace in Brazil. Matthew 5 verse 44 says, But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. California is struggling to have a normal amount of water. Rivers of atmospheric moisture have spurred storm after storm, dumping up to 16 inches of rain on some areas of California. Despite other areas of the state still facing drought emergencies, some residents have seen rainfall over 400 to 600 percent above average in the last few weeks, and over 90 percent of the state was under a flood watch as of Tuesday. The wet conditions have caused power outages for over 200,000 people and evacuation orders for around 50,000 people. 17 deaths have been attributed to the onslaught of storms over the last few weeks. Experts expect the cost of damage to exceed $1 billion, and President Biden has declared California in a state of emergency ahead of a forecast showing more storms later this week. It's easy to feel helpless in a situation like this, but the Bible promises that prayer is powerful and effective, that it causes things to happen that would have not happened otherwise. James 5 verse 16 says, The prayer of a righteous man is very powerful in its effect. 
This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Shared Hope International. January is many things. Cold, the time to start and maybe end new resolutions, football playoffs, and also Human Trafficking Awareness Month. This month, we've partnered with Shared Hope International to help end sex trafficking one precious life at a time. Shared Hope has a three-part mission. Prevent the conditions that foster sex trafficking, restore victims of sex slavery, bring justice to vulnerable adults and children. They're working overtime in classrooms, courtrooms, and Congress to create lasting change, while also providing safety, hope, and healing to survivors. Join us in this effort. We're matching the first $1,000. You can give through the link in the show notes. In other brews, here's a rapid round of updates. The Biden administration unveiled its new student loan plan to overhaul income-driven repayment plans. The more flexible plan is just missing two things, a timeline for implementation and, well, funding, which has the Office of Federal Student Aid scrambling. After two can't-miss instant classic semifinal games, the final game of the college football playoff national championship was only exciting until it started. Georgia trounced TCU 65-7 in the largest winning margin in bowl game history, earning the Bulldogs a second consecutive national championship. Take a break from doom scrolling with some good news. The UN released a report estimating the Earth's protective ozone layer is on track to be fully healed by 2066. Scientists credit the 1987 Montreal Protocol, which banned a harmful class of chemicals as a significant contributor. Tennis rules haven't changed at the Australian Open, but COVID policies have. Athletes won't be required to test for COVID, which means they could potentially play even while infected. It's an about-face from one year ago when Novak Djokovic was denied the right to play and deported from Australia for refusing to get vaccinated. Over 7,000 nurses at two New York City hospitals began to strike Monday. Though the union was offered a 19.1% pay increase, 57% of the nurses voted to strike anyway, citing unsafe conditions that multiply their normal patient load by up to six times. The hospitals are reportedly transferring patients and recruiting travel nurses to compensate. That's all we have for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app, give us a five-star rating and drop a review. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow and hit the notification bell to never miss a new episode. We appreciate your support and hope you have a great day. We'll see you on Friday.